2: What is going on everybody, my name is Coloured Aller, welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast, we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr Sean and Sean, how's it going?
1: I'm having a lovely 15th of June, how are you?
2: I am also having a lovely 16th of June,
1: what? 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 Well,
2: What's the, the future, future like? Did you solve all the problems? <laughs> Imagine I could go to the future, but i just go to tomorrow. <laughs> like,
1: That's still pretty useful, yeah, I would say.
2: Yeah, I suppose in minor. I suppose lottery tickets. That'd help. Um, oh, yeah. The Grand National. Other ways to make money. What else could I rob? <laughs>
1: Surely you could just, like, stop people from dying and things like that.
2: Oh, you mean nice things. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I went for monetary value. Straight off.
1: You Uh, know what I'm about. Have you heard of our Patreon? No, I haven't. I was going to to look it up tomorrow. (laughs) No,
2: there's no time shot. So, this is Movie Mondays, and obviously everything's on lockdown at the minute, so this show has been kind of taking a different... um, turn just in regards to that obviously there's no movies coming out so there's no trailers coming out and we've kind of had to just rely on news but this week sean we are starting movie mondays with actual trailer talk this might be our first trailer since the black widow trailer is that the last one
1: oh my god really
2: Uh, i'm trying to remember what in between but black widow one in may as a start of may or late april might be the last one that we reviewed
1: that's... Oh, man. <laughs> well, look. How, let's come back with a bang.
2: Let's come back with a big bang. And it's actually weird that we were talking about time travel because our first trailer, our first news story this week, is Bill and Ted Tree. The trailer has dropped for Bill and Ted Tree with Mr. Keanu Reeves. What a man.
1: Yes. What, um, what a man. The man <laughs> himself. <laughs> we'll <laughs> get into that.
2: <laughs> what a man. But... Sean, you have watched the trailer. I said, Sean, you make notes, and I know you love, like you love Alex Winter, you love Keanu Reeves. You're gonna, you're gonna love making notes. You, <laughs> everyone's favorite, Alex Winter and the other guy. But Sean, what are your thoughts on this trailer? It was only a minute, and I think forty seconds long, maybe. So not a lot to get into. But it is our first glimpse at this new movie.
1: Yeah, the, uh, I don't know um you told me to make notes there's Mm. not a whole lot to make notes on did you just write bill and ted question mark ted and bill (laughs) perhaps uh no so the premise of this is that like uh they played uh they played their gig Mm. and then a month later is it a month later
2: no they said years later this is like 20 years later late uh, they've gone from playing a concert in front of a world in front of the entire world to a gig in front of
1: 40 people oh yeah who were there for taco night yeah yeah that's it so, so they're washed up
2: they're all hacks this is very Keanu Reeves it's a bit close to the bone washed up did they
1: age up Keanu Reeves in this
2: <laughs> they're like we need to make him older Alex Winters had a tough life
1: <laughs> Keanu you look too young he not it, it might be the loss of the beard, and I'm sorry. And he, he has this. He, I will say, they perfectly capture the characters of Bill and Ted. Like still, you know, even still, and they Keanu,
2: you feel like they fell back into that role.
1: I think so because Keanu still has that like slightly not there expression Vacant. that he always has. <laughs> Vacant, a yeah. good word. Yeah. But don't- the pl- the plot of this movie is. They're going to go into the future to find the best song that they already wrote. Because they're going to steal from themselves. They're going to steal from themselves, so it's not stealing.
2: Yeah, if we're stealing it from ourselves, it isn't stealing, is what they say. Yeah, so they also go to the future, and then they find themselves in muscle suits.
1: Yes, which...
2: And that that was the one part of the trailer I was like... I suppose that's funny, but Sean, I read the best YouTube um, comment, and I, I just said, this looks terrible. I can't wait to see it opening night.
1: And that's think, very true. <laughs> I think this could be a beautiful mess of a movie.
2: But, because the first one is a beautiful mess of a movie.
1: Yeah, like, everyone treasures it as like, oh, it's this cult classic. It's like, it's a dumb fucking premise, like, for a start.
2: But, like, it's like, um... But this is... I'm going to get a bit cynical here, Sean. I'm going to need you to try and pull me back here. Because Dumb and Dumber, very good <laughs> 90s movie. Very...
1: I, I thought th- this was going to come off, Very yeah. of
2: its time. And then they got the characters back. We'll get up. The crew is back together. Dumb and Dumber 2. This time it's more personal. Electric Boogaloo. And they came out. And that is one of the worst comedies ever. So, Sean... It's- what soulless as well <laughs> yeah Sean do you think this movie could fall into the same trap in that it can't I suppose capture is the right word like it can't capture that feeling you got when you watched the first one which nobody can because it's a
1: nobody it's, ca- yeah, yeah and that's the trap everyone falls into I don't know I think Keanu Reeves made, would do this because he thinks people would like it
2: and he's just a lovely man
1: He's just a lovely man. Like, I don't (laughs) think he'd be in this for the cash, because I think he's made enough money and he's said that numerous times.
2: Yeah, and I think for many years they've been trying to get him back to do what it is. But he just spent his whole time going,
1: no. And what what strikes me about this as well is, it's coming out summer 2020.
2: Yes, August 21st.
1: Like, that's at the point where everyone assumes everything's going to be okay. So, like, it might it might benefit from that, that people haven't been to the cinema all summer.
2: Now, we actually do have a new story um, relating to that kind of thought process later on. Um, but it, that is a very good point, just in regards to if people haven't been to the cinema, they'll probably want to go out. And I think this has a lot of nostalgia for it. I suppose, there, I'm sure someone who probably didn't watch the first movie or didn't really care for it. Like, you're going to watch a trailer and say, this looks terrible. Like, I don't get anything from it. But if you watched Bill and Ted, all you would literally need is just the two of them and the phone box. That's all you'd need to sell the movie.
1: That's very true. Like, and it's it's probably going to be a movie that you can just jump into even if you've never seen Bill and Ted. You know, but you'll get more out of it if you've seen the other two.
2: I I do actually think um, that Keanu Reeves has been aged up. I think you're right. I was watching the gun he's not that old looking. I've he seen him in so real life. So much older. Did they like pale his lips or something? I don't I don't understand mm. what they did to make him look slightly older.
1: Maybe that's it. It's that it's the lack of. Def- See, I don't, and it's not even. It can't even be the long hair because John Wick has long hair. It might be the beard, but
2: normally beards make people look older. But apparently, it makes him look younger.
1: I don't, I have no idea what it is. It's magical.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. I, yeah, I think the best encapsulation of this movie is that it's probably going to be terrible. But a movie can be dumb fun. Like, if it has charm, it can be dumb fun. The problem is, with Dumb and Dumber 2, they kind of did the dumb bit without any of the charm. And that makes you lose all your love for the franchise or whatever. But if this movie's bad, it doesn't mean the first two don't exist. Which is very important to say.
1: Yes, let's all keep that in mind.
2: Um, And also, Keanu Reeves is not going to do something that's really
1: terrible. Or is he? We don't know. I don't know. I hope this somehow ties into Matrix 4.
2: (laughs) That's the only way he'd do it. I will only do Bill and Ted if it somehow relates to Matrix and John Wick. Somehow.
1: uh, We've talked about the Keanuverse before.
2: Do you think he, he... I really want to see in this movie now, where Bill and Ted meet
1: John Wick. Oh my God, that would be fantastic!
2: And he has a beard. Oh, like he has the John Wick look, but then he goes back to it goes back to Ted, and he's just old Catherese for some reason. Or John Wick meets muscle made Catherese muscle suit.
1: Oh my God, who has that in a fight?
2: <laughs> oh, Ke- John Wick? John Wick has every fight.
1: That's true, John Wick cannot lose a fight
2: No, well, I mean, he can get punched But there's very little fights that he actually comes up Jesus, I I think I lost that one Very few
1: Yeah, I am I like, I think the muscle suits They look good for muscle suits Do you think this is the Do do you think think
2: that is this movie's only good joke And they put it in the trailer, which is a mistake A lot of these movies make
1: That was my follow-up question
2: (laughs) Yeah
1: like I don't know how much that's going to be in it. Like, because that joke will wear thin very quickly.
2: If you want to give a it time, it's about seventy-two seconds. <laughs> when was that get old?
1: Yeah, I think so because you can't you can't just have that and because we are in prison. So, how long can a prison uh, segment last? Like 10, 20 minutes.
2: Oh God. And there's going to be a breakout. fucking
1: thin, man. 20
2: minutes of a muscle suit. That seems a bit much.
1: Vinnie Jones only got like eight and a half.
2: <laughs> he did. Um, I think this movie, it has every right to be as dumb as it wants. It's it's a strange time to bring it out. Um, it's definitely a strange world, but maybe this is what everyone needs. is just a very dumb movie that they can kind of just go laugh at.
1: It's true. Maybe this'll this'll fix everything. This is the <laughs> cure.
2: Yeah. If this doesn't fix everything, zero stars for me. That's what I'm doing.
1: I'm not setting my priorities no. too high. But I don't,
2: I don't. I think Keanu could do it. If I told Keanu you could save the world if this is good, he'd actually make like the best movie ever.
1: He would. Just no one's told him that yet.
2: No. Nobody's actually told him. Come on. Speed tree. Is there a speed tree? They made
1: a speed tree.
2: Did they? No, Speed 2 yeah. was the boat. What was Speed 3 then?
1: I think it was a train. <laughs> of course. <laughs> or wait, did they never make a Speed 3? And I'm thinking of Father Ted.
2: You might you might be thinking of a milk truck.
1: A milk float, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah speed 3 is Father Ted.
1: Good, glad we nailed that down. <laughs> that's
2: that's for our new podcast, Father Ted Talk.
1: Father Ted Talk, I'd love Father Ted
2: yeah. Talk. Yeah, um... Okay, we're moving on to another piece of news, shot and something that actually made me quite sad. And um, this is a sto- this is a, I think a movie. It's a story about a movie that would be kind of close to our childhood, um, mm. and that is Artemis Fowl. Now, yes, the Artemis Fowl movie was uh, Disney Plus's next big thing. They've been putting a- it's been in development for a lot of years, and. We, of course, read the books when we were younger, so we were like, very much looking forward to this. But, Sean, I have some bad news in that the first oh, no. reviews have come
1: out. And oh no.
2: They're not pleasant.
1: Can't imagine they would be.
2: No. Um, it, do you want to know the Rotten Tomatoes score? Now, we will say, as usual, Rotten Tomatoes is not a true reflection of a movie, it's just a general vibe. You get a general ballpark of where it's at.
1: Okay, uh, is it like an, at a 19 or something like that
2: 15% Sean oh, it's at 15% that's rough I think Geostorm has 11 <laughs> so <laughs> better than Geostorm <laughs> a Geostorm best it's like the Ben Hur of disaster movies
1: <laughs> like I, feel, I, I do feel bad for some of the people involved in this mm-hmm. but this must have been a, a movie made by committee right
2: Now, yeah, I think so. Because, of course, this is... um, The Artemis Foul series is written by Irish author, Owen Colfer. um, And it it was going to come out. It was directed by Kenneth Branagh as well. And the whole thing is like... It's a young, rich uh, genius who... um, I think he's 10, maybe? 11 or 12 in the first one. And he stumbles upon a secret race of fairies living under the Earth's surface. And decides to, to exploit the discovery for profit. Now... In the original books, I'm pretty positive Artemis Fowl is like an anti-hero. He's like a villain. Um, He's he's, he's a dickhead, basically, in all the novels. But in the movie itself, uh, what it said is that the committee themselves felt it would be more beneficial to make Artemis the hero of the story, from straight off.
1: That's not interesting, though. (laughs) No. Cause like like now you've made it a movie solely for kids,
2: which is fine if it's which is uh, fine. decent,
1: but it, like it's appealing. It's but it's marketed to everyone. Mm. You get me?
2: Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. And so, and once you appeal to everyone, you appeal to nobody.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like it's the the reason the first book went so mad, specifically in Ireland, but worldwide as well, is that like. He's not a good person, at in the first book. No, he's, like, he the, he's
2: the villainous thing in the first one.
1: He is. He kidnaps a, a fairy. He kidnaps a living creature, and like holds a, her prisoner in his basement. Like and, and he, he doesn't just stumble across a magical world. Like he spends he spent his time researching all the old stories, and he's deduced no, this is real, and here's how I exploit it.
2: Yeah, because he's he's using it for his own gain. um, Yeah, he wants all
1: the fairy gold.
2: And even, which is a dumb idea, but you have a 10-year-old genius who's like, I'm going to kidnap a fairy and and set a ransom. And then just try and get the money back. Because I can just do that. Because I want it.
1: and, and he just fucking does it.
2: And he just does it. And so the whole movie is he kidnaps the fairy and then it's the fairies attacking his house in, like, a weird home alone situation. But, like, on a higher scale, like, they all turn up with rockets and shit. And he's yeah. like, he's got, like, guns all set up around the house to defend the, his kidnapping. Because he's like, if you're not going to bring the gold, you're not going to get the fairy back.
1: It's, it, like, it's it's a brilliant story. Mm. And then... Then you have the second book, which this movie... Seems to be following more closely, Mm. which I think is its doubt. Like it will be to its detriment because if you're if you jump in at the second point of a series to start telling your story, I think you're missing a lot of what already existed in the second piece of source material.
2: Yeah, because as it goes on, it turns out like and not to give away the all the novels I mean I suppose they're like 10 years old now at this stage but as it goes on like he helps the fairies more and more and it's like a whole world where this Lord Voldemort has actually turned to helping the wizards <laughs> as it goes on but you still have that underlying thing where none of them like him and he doesn't like them
1: yeah and it's I don't it, it, it's I don't know how to describe it I think it's it it raises interesting points and to have, you know, ten, eleven, twelve-year-olds be aware of those things. Mm. Like it's not dumbed down, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Now, would you like uh, some of the reviews, shot? Just I would. Um, MovieWeb has said, "Artemis Fowl has a high production value, but fails to captivate in any meaningful way. The characters are clunky, poorly written, and devoid of any chemistry whatsoever." Um, <laughs> you have uh, the rap who says Art is found is trying to be something very different beef bigger beefier flashier and not as magical you can't really blame it for aiming lower but there's enough tantalising promise here to wish that it didn't so it shows that there is probably a because obviously in the novels, they have like seven or eight issues, so it shows that there is a world here to explore. They probably just didn't do it enough justice to earn this, and the San Francisco Chronicle has my favourite review in that they say, it's an okay version of the thing that it is. I just can't stand the thing that it is. Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? Also, pretty, yeah. si- since I did this news report yesterday, it has now dropped yeah. at
1: 13%. Oh God, Okay. <laughs> Getting worse. (laughs) See, the thing is, as well, is I have the Disney Plus app on my phone. Yes, and the second that movie went live, it got I got a notification pushed to me. So presumably, and like the last time I had that happen was when they put like Star Wars when they made Star Wars available. So
2: they're pushing it hard.
1: Yeah. Because it's a movie released on Disney Plus, you you know.
2: Yeah, it's exclusive and it's going to try and bring people in, which makes sense. I mean, it makes sense as a marketing tool to do that. Um, They say that in the book series, obviously, the character is portrayed mainly as a merciless anti hero, while in the Artemis Fowl movie, it appears that he's depicted as a blatant hero who helps protect the world from ancient fantastical beasts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a much duller concept.
2: Yeah, let's take this cool thing, make it duller, and make it for in a movie form.
1: Yeah, and I, look, we've not seen it, we could no. love the movie.
2: I'm just, t- I'm because we were excited about it, and I read that, uh, these reports, and I was just like, oh, I may tell Sean, <laughs> I may tell Sean to lower his expectations.
1: Yeah, I'm not, uh, I pr like. I would have seen this in the cinemas to support, you know, Irish. Yeah. But I can't say for certain whether I'll watch this with any, like, urgency.
2: Okay. I think... It's just... Also, that San Francisco Chronicle article, that made me laugh. It's an okay thing with what it is, but what it is, is I I absolutely hate. (laughs) Um so Sean, we're gonna move on to news that might excite you a bit more but also I think is worse, and that is oh. that the Batman trilogy, that is Matt Reeves Batman trilogy that he is doing, um is rumoured to introduce an all new joker at some stage. Yes, Sean, more jokers. That's more right. More jokers. I think what we, we need want Jared leto back. Did I want to say that? No? Just me. Did anyone hear that chorus of, yeah, of fans? The <laughs> chorus of fans. There's a petition. Is there going to be a petition?
1: Um, look, if it's good and makes sense, do it. I mm. get we've gotten a lot of jokers uh, of various degrees of quality, and Connor liking them. I I
2: I love them all. Love them all equally.
1: <laughs> love them all in. Reverse order from how they came out.
2: Yeah, chronologically reverse order. I love them the most. If you go yeah, by that, put
1: Jared up top.
2: <laughs> did, did, yes, swap Jared? Swap Jared and Yakin and that's um, that's my list.
1: Um, like, it's hard. It, I don't know. Do you think you could ever have a Batman series that never mentioned or touched on the Joker?
2: Yes. I think so I think Batman like Spider-Man is one of those vi- characters that has like millions of villains that you could do it- can you do a Spider-Man trilogy without doing Venom
1: yes so- yeah okay I, I get you
2: i i think they're of the same level now obviously joker is now much more mainstream and has he has his own movie for god's sake and that's completely unlike although venom actually has his own movie as well now but he does that that whole thing of just we have to throw joker in here i don't understand it because we've done we do hero zeros all the time and i've done a lot of batman characters that afterwards were just like wow they were pretty interesting like the fact that you haven't done Under the Raid Hood or anything to do with Nightwing or any of the Robins, really, other than Chris O'Donnell, fair play to him. Um, <laughs> fair play to Chris O'Donnell. You have, like, you have uh, about over 100 years of Batman stories, or, like, 75 years of Batman stories. Just maybe do one that doesn't involve the Joker. Um, you have the Long Halloween there as well. Like, you have a lot of stuff that you can touch on without having to go right well we'll have to cast a joker and it can't be and it has to be better than heat ledger because you're always going to be in heat ledger's shadow after you cast the joker
1: yeah and like this is one when look they're gonna do it let's just take oh yeah absolutely this is just a Um, rumor
2: by the way i'm just saying that it is rumored that they are going to be doing a joker but i think everyone in their right mind kind of assumed that at some stage in the trilogy they would be
1: yeah, and like it, they have to, like they have to nail it first of all. Like, you, I don't think you should try and because if you just do a straight, this is the same Joker as Heath Ledger's, except played by a different dude, mm. doesn't work. People w- will hate it.
2: But if you do if you- something that's a gang lord joker maybe has oh, a lamborghini has a bit oh. of a tat on his forehead says damage it's so we tat know tat
1: everywhere
2: <laughs> just tats all over the place he's got smiley faces on his hands he's got a big circle of knives for a laugh i think you might have something there now
1: the only I, oh here's the thing here is how you get everyone to fucking love this okay you cast mark hamill you cast Mark Hamill at the age he is now, and Joker's just been like in the shadows for so so long, just like puppet master and everything.
2: What? Okay, the internet so would love it. I, th- I think, yes, yeah, see, nobody's got to back it out. nobody's got to insult Mark Hamill, that's the thing. No one. And Mark Hamill is the Joker, well, he's the voice of the Joker in all of the animated series and every and basically everything that's good with Batman normally has Mark Hamill uh, Kevin Conroy Batman Mark Hamill as Joker
1: what if they cast Taylor Lautner as Joker
2: <laughs> somehow that idea might be even better somehow <laughs> I don't know how you have done it Sean Taylor needs to come back I think Taylor's a nice man do you know that yeah I think he's I've, I've seen think- interviews with him and Greg Davies have you seen those interviews on YouTube
1: Yes, I have.
2: Yeah, I think he just comes across as a nice man. Also, Robert Pattinson comes across as a fairly well-adjusted human for going through he all of He comes across
1: that. as a man who doesn't want to be famous.
2: <laughs> yeah. And so, I think the two of them would have grey crack. Um, Taylor Lautner should be one of the villains, really.
1: That would be, like, Taylor Lautner as Bane. As, as
2: Bane, just straight up as Bane. Uh, well, like, Go ahead, sorry I was going to say Killer Mott Maybe the Condiment King They'll give him some shit Pattinson will be like, no, nah, there won't be any teams here <laughs> Give him something fucking dog shit
1: do, Like, when casting the Joker Do you Say you, you cast him against Pattinson Yeah Do you choose an actor who's Like, older Or do you choose Like, a new, fresh Joker
2: um, well, see, the idea normally is that Batman makes the Joker, in the put them into the fucking chemicals or whatever, Um, and that's kind of how he comes about, but I can understand what you mean. In the original, of course, in Batman 91 or 90, like, in Tim Burton's Batman, that's, he's much older, like, mm-hmm. so there, there's probably, like, what, maybe a 20 or 30 year age gap between the two of them. Um... So that it doesn't help with the fight scenes, but then Joker, Joker's not meant to be a good fighter. He's meant to just be the guy who laughs until he keeps getting punched. I yeah, like it, I like a young Joker. If it's a young Batman, I like a young Joker because that leads into the idea that you can't have one without the other. It's like a weird yin yang kind of thing.
1: Yeah. The um. Yeah, because they are. There's that whole thing of their. They're two sides of the same coin and Yeah blah blah blah. (laughs) Now what about Right right, You get Ezra Miller's flashpoint movie. Yeah. And you smash all the D C content together. Okay. And then
2: this plan is so far never going to work. Ezra Miller's movie's never going to happen. So okay, well right, look, it's <laughs> that
1: time. We've actually, been working away.
2: There was news this week. Sorry, just not to cut you off. Keep stay on that train of thought. But there was news this week that the, the director or the producer of the Flash said there will be news soon. So the news was that there's going to be news. I was like, all right, cool. And oh, go good.
1: <laughs> um, and then you get Lauren Cohen. Who played? Let me get this right in my head. Who played Ben Affleck's Martha Wayne?
2: Right, and you make her the Joker.
1: You make her the Joker.
2: Oh shit! Which is what happens in Flashpoint. Yes.
1: What do you think people would flip?
2: And then, then you find out Robert Pattinson is Thomas Wayne. Oh. <laughs> They, just, they keep saying Wayne all through the movie, and then it comes out that he's actually Thomas Wayne, and this is Flashpoint. Tommy Boy! Tommy, <laughs> at the very end, you should use your real name, Tommy Boy!
1: Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but then you do lose out on Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman, which I'm oh, still holding yeah. out hope for one day.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, actually, no, you're right. Um, I just think that you can do a movie... That's Batman related without the Joker especially the first one because that's Rupert to have lots of villains in it he doesn't need to be anywhere near that um, second one maybe or third one but like maybe even wait till the third one because there is just a multitude of villains they haven't even touched on yet in mm. these movies you
1: what you do have, have Joker be your Thanos yeah like, and, and you, 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 you never get to see him to that. yeah you don't even have to see him like end of the third movie have a laugh over the credits
2: oh shit oh matt matt do this
1: (laughs) and then then you remake the killing joke clearly
2: yeah we we just want clayface (laughs) to be a villain
1: just give us clayface as a villain
2: clayface is one movie just have the second one just be clayface
1: just don't even call it Batman no. call it Clayface no.
2: Clayface and Friends call it Clayface and Friends
1: that's the Harley Quinn animated show <laughs> oh
2: yeah um, I just I don't know I think it's interesting and also it annoys me that Joker's the only one people have lashed onto because there's so many more interesting villains not, in, not more interesting but there's so many other interesting villains in Batman's world just like there is in Spider-Man with Venom like, Venom isn't the be-all and end-all of villains.
1: True, yeah, and, yeah, and, like, it was the Green Goblin for a while. It was like, oh, he's Spider-Man's greatest villain. Yeah. And every version had to do it, but, like you say, there's enough of a rogues gallery for more superheroes that you can tell infinite stories without a Joker or a Green Goblin or a drinking problem.
2: And and then you don't piss off anybody because then you don't have the immediate media backlash of he's not going to be heat Ledger. He's probably going to be better than Jared though. That's probably normally the media backlash.
1: Yeah, and it, look, it's either going to be that, or we'll get like what we have at the minute with the Morbius trailer, where it's just it casually ties together two different universes. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix shows up in the trailer for Batman (laughs) 2.
2: Yes! (laughs) Okay, we're going to move on to a next piece of news. And this is actually something that I found quite interesting. And that is, Russell Crowe's next movie is called Unhinged. Now, that's not the interesting bit. It's the fact that that aims to be the first film back in theatres. So, um, why the story has stood out to me is because, of course, around this time, every movie is being pushed back Until September, October, November. But one movie has gone the other way. And that is Russell Crowe's Unhinged. In that they have gone from their September release date. September 4th. Back to July 1st. Oh. Yes.
1: That's soon.
2: They have gone back to July 1st. Because. And this is. They say this is a massive gamble. Because. They feel that around July 1st will be the time when cinemas begin to reopen. And even if at audience capacity in each auditorium is cut in half or even reduced down to a quarter, say, to re- allow social distancing while watching a film, Unhinged could lay claim to all the screens in the multiplex at once, which means that anybody just gagging to go for a movie would have to go see Unhinged. Which means that this movie was made at a $33 million budget. And they are banking on the fact that if they can get in as the first movie back. They can be the first one people see. That are just like, just get me out of the house. I'll go see anything. And they will make back their money. So what do you think about this? It's it's risky. There's a lot of risk. Because if they don't open. Say they push it back again until the middle of July. Or late July. Then you are into to tenant. And then you get battered. But... This is their big play to try and make some money back for what this movie. I'm going to read the plot to you, it is probably going to be terrible, but what are your immediate thoughts?
1: I mean, like, from a, a release standpoint, mm. you can see their logic. Like, it, it does make sense. Mm. But, is it. I don't know. Um, Remember, that's the 4th of July you- weekend as well. That's what I'm thinking Because mm. you don't want to be the film as well That causes Here's this massive cluster Oh yeah And now we're all inside for another three months
2: I mean yeah But I think This might surprise you But studios and people executives Do not give a shit And would prefer to get their money on the first two weeks And then have the cluster afterwards And be just like Well we got fucking paid
1: I mean You're right I mean, <laughs> you're almost entirely right that's my
2: cynical viewpoint on that that they might not
1: care Sean oh yeah they don't they they won't care Mm. I hope like now it could also backfire horribly on them because the theatres
2: in America are still locked like they're not open
1: yeah And and so
2: they're hoping that it opens on July 1st
1: they're hoping yes um, like $33 million like yeah on a 4th of July weekend you probably would make it if you were the only movie in the cinema and you're on multiple screens at once like you can't go see anything else Christopher Nolan is going to be pissed
2: <laughs> yeah no he'll make a movie about this and it'll be mind bending and a bit weird
1: oh <laughs> What do we know what this movie's about? <laughs>
2: oh, Unhinged. Oh, I, I yeah. have I have the plot. Um I think I think you're gonna like this shot because it it involves obviously Russell Crowe. And Russell Crowe he plays an unnamed man, which is a good start. Who good, yes. engages in a high speed duel with a single mom who provokes his rage after blasting her horde at him. Ha ha
1: He's
2: oh, unhinged,
1: John. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they want this to make more than double thirty-three sixty six. More than about seventy million dollars.
2: About yeah. They need probably more than seventy to make it back. But they're cut. they're paying a lot of money in promotion. They're like going hard at it because they take it they can get this weekend out. People will go see a movie where Russell Crowe gets um, somebody um, Just a single mother uh, Blasts her horn at him while they're driving And he gets so mad He engages in a high speed duel With this woman Who I can only assume i mean, She might be driving to work Might be driving home From any sort of leisurely activities And she's just like Oh you could have me Beep And then Russell Crowe's going to kill her I can only assume
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not <laughs> Holding out hope that this is the the, the sleeper hit of the year.
2: <laughs> Moonfall still has that. Moonfall is still locked Absolutely. in.
1: Absolutely. But I think that people are going to say, OK, we'll see if it's safe to go mm. by seeing how many people get sick from going to see this movie, and then we might go see Tenet.
2: Ah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Let the other people go in first, check it out, and then maybe, because yeah. Tenet is the one you want to see.
1: Exactly, let the fodder go in. Let
2: <laughs> the fodder. Let the fodder go in. Um, I think that's also a good point because like, studios don't give a shit. And I just read this and I thought, in a very cynical way, there's definitely a white guy in a suit who's come up with this plan and he's like, this is oh, fucking yeah. genius.
1: Yeah, and he's not going to the cinema.
2: Oh, There's no way he's going anywhere near the fucking cinema. There's no premiere writing. But we'll throw it out.
1: We'll just put it out and see what happens.
2: And I, I like, just, I, I will. People want to go to the cinema to see this movie. Are people that desperate that they're like, can't wait to see unhinged?
1: I heard it's a fucking sleeper hit of the summer. See, twenty years ago, maybe, but mm. there's enough content out there now.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right because everyone has every movie ever at their touch of their, at the touch of a computer.
1: Yeah, they, they like fair enough. They don't have new movies. But who was fucking on Tenterhooks waiting for Unhinged to come out?
2: Well, I mean, speak for yourself, Shot. I've had posters up around my wall for weeks, oh, so Oh,
1: so, I didn't. I didn't know. Well, how Where would you get those posters from? Just downloaded them illegally. <laughs> Wait, no, hang on. <laughs> Wait, oh, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Doesn't sound like what a fan of Unhinged would do. <laughs>
2: I bought them legally on eBay. Fuck no, that's, that's still bad.
1: <laughs> you've 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 done a mistake, Connor, and that's okay. <laughs> That's but, okay. um,
2: the studio is Solstice Studios So they are the ones releasing Unhinged to the world Sean I think this could be the biggest movie Of the year I think people are going to be so desperate That they don't have enough screens at home With their Now TV And their Disney Plus And their Netflix I mean I think they're going to be dying them.
1: Keep naming services
2: There's uh, HBO Max um, there's YouTube as well actually YouTube sells movies now <laughs> if you That's want true, them
1: yeah Google has them so.
2: um, Google has every movie ever if you know the right places I'm not saying I oh, ever oh, do geez, I'm not saying yes, no. I wouldn't say oh, that now goodness. I wouldn't say that but someone lesser than me would find them
1: oh of course yeah saying, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah but so do you think people are going to risk life and everyone they love to go see unhinged? <laughs> Hmm.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It's tough one. I, t- I, t- I think they have to be a bit unhinged themselves.
2: Oh, well, we've gotten them there now, ha?
1: Huh? <laughs> we fucking nailed that down right away.
2: <laughs> so, we're going to move on to another movie you do not care about, Sean. And that is Dark Universe Movie okay. Bride of Frankenstein. That the Bride of Frankenstein, the Dark Universe's movie that was off and then on and then off is apparently yes. now back, still in development. So, what we have here is Bride of Frankenstein was one of the original Dark Universe movies they were pushing hard. Um, Angelina Jolie was going to play a Bride of Frankenstein. It was going to be after the mummy and everything. And then, of course, the mummy came out, got her universally panned. The whole thing got cancelled, and they ended out a lot and sent everyone home.
1: But then... <laughs> but they, the Invisible Man came out <laughs> Yes Which they made on about A 10 euro budget And it made 7 trillion dollars
2: Yes And they like money And so they think We've done it again <laughs> Admittedly We went wrong With the mommy But we've got one win That's a 50% success rate We were previously <laughs> On a 0% success rate We're one for two <laughs> One for two So they're back Their confidence is high And they're thinking The next one's going to be Another winner because, I mean, what are the chances it won't be? And so, the, the Bride of Frankenstein movie was going to be like... I'm pretty positive that was the next in line. And yeah. um, they were hoping that it was going to be big business in this shared universe of resurrected and like rebooted classic monster movie characters. Um, Sean, would, were you in any way interested in this universe to begin with? And has this piqued your intre- interest? That brighter, brighter Bride, side is now back, coming back. It's back at our screens. I know you're excited. calm down, please. I, I
1: like, uh, mm, I like, mm, huh? See, this, that's uh, the reaction mm. they want. Uh, yeah, they want blatant uncertainty. <laughs> is the reaction they're going for? Um, I don't know because. Invisible Man is just a good movie. And yes. also they said that that wasn't Dark Universe. That was just a movie.
2: No, it wasn't Dark Universe until they realised it made money. And now they're thinking, yes, it could be Dark Universe. Could we use that and throw it in?
1: L- mm, like, Bride of Frankenstein. Not Look, not to, not to, not to raise other questions. Can, you, can that happen without Frankenstein?
2: <sighs> I mean...
1: I'm I'm sure it can
2: but it's a weird name if there's no Frankenstein movie.
1: Yeah, unless unless it's the bride of Dr. Frankenstein and she turns out to be more like evil.
2: Yeah, I actually don't know the concept of Bride of Frankenstein just as a story. Do you have any idea in regards to that?
1: No, from what I gather it's um I think Frankenstein after like fr- sorry Frankenstein's monster yeah, Jesus. Uh, <laughs>
2: actually no it's Frankenstein's monster
1: <laughs> Frankenstein's monster who I will henceforth refer to as Frankenstein okay, uh, comes to his master and is like look I didn't ask to be born the least you can do is give me some company so uh, his, so Dr. Frankenstein makes mm. Frankenstein a bride there's
2: too many Frankensteins here it's I'm already getting Frankensteins. confused Frankensteins
1: well, now the bride of Frankenstein is involved. <laughs> right. That does sound like something I'd want to watch. Um, but, like, you could do a very interesting version of this where you just call this the bride.
2: Yeah, and it's like actually,
1: This mad doctor makes a wife for himself out of dead bodies.
2: Which is really fucked up, but I think that's way more interesting. Sean, that's I think you've way just nailed more in- this.
1: I think Universal should hire me personally.
2: Well, no, maybe you should probably aim higher. But,
1: um, I'll throw <laughs> out vague ideas and you put them to work. It's the Stan leeway. way. <laughs> it's the way to go.
2: Um, so acclaimed screenwriter David Cope, he was originally down to write the movie. And he obviously said, everything got pulled hold got put on the back burner but with the recent obvious lockdown nobody could go anywhere he was able to bring the script which he, he was stuck at home so he just started re- revisiting his script and he was able to bring the script into a place where he says where I kind of always wanted it to be and credits Universal with being gracious enough to let him try again on a story that Maddie had already moved on from so I have a version now and they have a version that we all really like and I think they're talking to directors now he says
1: Okay, so a, a writer has said he's happy to have written it.
2: Yeah, and he says it's gone well. So the, the the whole lockdown has actually this movie would not be made, but everyone's kind of stuck at home. And he said, sure, "Look, I'll take another look at the script and see what it's like."
1: Yeah, I'll make it perfect to like everything I wanted to do. Yeah, look, I'll, I I will give it a watch. Let's go off. Let's just look at the last. Monster movie they put out. It was very good.
2: They nailed it. They've got a success rate going.
1: But if I turn up to the cinema yeah. after seeing Unhinged, yeah. <laughs> well, I see,
2: you've got your unhinged little flag, and you've got your Russell Crowe hat, and your unhinged and shirt. I turned
1: up to the wrong screening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, tiddlywinks. <tittle> <laughs> oh, shit.
1: But if I'm sitting in the cinema and all the lights go down, and then I see the Universal logo.
2: Yeah, and, and then, then it, it goes- switches. Oh!
1: To the Dark Universe.
2: Yeah, somebody made that logo once. They worked really hard I'll, on it.
1: I don't know if I'll be happy or unhinged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be sitting there like, what the fuck did I come to see this for? I could have seen Unhinged for the seventh time.
1: God, um. It gets better every odd numbered watch.
2: There's things you miss, Sean. There's things you miss on the first go. You have to watch it back again. Did she hug first? What's going on?
1: Han honked first. <laughs>
2: Han honked first. Um also a uh, Tenet moved her release date back, which was meant to be like a big news story, and I was like, Oh fuck, like I may tell Sean, but they moved it back a week, so not really oh, right. not really that um groundbreaking as it will.
1: So the cinema said, Look, we need time to put in plastic windows in front of everything.
2: Yeah, I think they they moved it back to the thirty first of July. I think it was the I think it was the 20th of July or something like that.
1: Yeah, look, in my opinion the longer they delay it, the better.
2: Um and so we're finishing off this week with something that Sean last week we talked about Superman a lot. Um and yes. this was just in regards to Henry Cavill. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? What's the story? I don't know. We, nobody knows but it has now been reportedly uh, reported i should say that Warner Brothers believes that Henry Cavill Superman can't lead and his new movie a solo movie so they're very they're not confident in Henry Cavill to lead a solo adventure as Superman and they would much prefer him to be involved in other projects um instead of being his own character and i read this headline i read this report and I just think Warner Brothers have gone very wrong here, Shaw. What are your thoughts? Yeah,
1: they've made a serious misstep because yeah, uh, like th- that. Nothing about Henry Cav- Henry Cavill is definitely able to lead a story. Mm. That version of Superman that they created is unable, in his current form, to lead a story
2: because they made him so sad.
1: Yeah, but they also made him unbeatable.
2: Yeah, actually, he's he's uh, he's an undefeatable sad god.
1: Like, that, and that's and f- fair juice to him. They realize that's not an interesting watch. So they but, killed him and they brought him back. <laughs> like Henry Cavill is able to like ho- lead an episode of The Witcher where he says two words and one of them is fuck.
2: Yeah, and he he's like, I used to think that Henry Cavill wasn't a very good actor. Because I was just like, not that he wasn't very good, but I was just like, ah, he's not—he's probably not the best, but like obviously he looks like Henry Cavill, so that kind of helps yeah. him. But it wasn't until The Witcher came out that I was like, this guy's actually really good. This guy's a class actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really good. He probably doesn't get the credit he deserves because he's so
1: pretty. Yeah, and he's probably never worked on a production that hasn't been massively hampered by... You know, studio interference. He's he's also very good in The Man From U.N.C.L.E. He's he's also um, able to pump both hands before he starts punching Tom Cruise. That's his most famous power. (laughs) His most famous
2: clock and The one that Superman can't (laughs) do. Who'd win? Mustache Tom? Uh, Like, who... Yeah, here we go. You've got Henry Cavill and Mm -hmm. you've got Mustache Henry Cavill but he's against Superman Henry Cavill but Mustache Henry Cavill's able to pump both arms before the fight begins.
1: How many times?
2: As many as he wants, really. He's got an hour head start
1: hell. of pumping. <laughs> so as many times as he can, he can pump as many times. I think, it's see, <laughs> he needs to land that punch. Like, he needs to land one punch.
2: Yeah, because he's going to rip him in two.
1: Yeah, or snap his neck.
2: Yeah, okay. He's a mad for a snap. He is. He loves it. He loves to break a neck Superman, he'll make sure he goes through a few skyscrapers first He's going to kill a few children Before
1: he gets to the neck breaking Although actually Superman has a history Of letting people just wail on him for a bit And then losing his head Really? Like that version of Superman Yeah because in uh, Batman vs Superman Batman just like Is shooting him He's throwing grenades at him And he just walks towards Batman menacingly Is his one response to that
2: yeah, because he could end it immediately.
1: Yeah, so I think he would let Mustache Man uh, hit him once, and <laughs> that's all. Let, like he'd he even needs.
2: let him pump up. He'd even let him pump up. He's just like, "Yeah, go on, pump it. It's not going to end."
1: It's like, "Oh, this this guy has issues." Clearly,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird mustache. You should C- CGI that off. Um, It's
1: super easy to do.
2: According to uh, Heroic Hollywood, Warner Brothers is not confident that there is sufficient interest in a solo adventure for Cavill Superman at this time. And instead hopes to build up the character by having him play a supporting role for the seeable future. The full quote reads that they said... A standalone Superman movie would not be successful at this time. Perhaps once there's more momentum after playing a supporting role in some successful DC films, that's a, that's a big call, um, mm. there would be more of a chance for a standalone film. So they said the super, a standalone Superman movie would not be successful at this time.
1: Fucking, you can do anything you want with Superman. Mm. Like, he doesn't have to stick to, like, here's a city, here's essentially New York. Um, you could put him in space yeah he, he there's he he could go anywhere
2: he's he's able to fly anywhere uh, uh, uh,
1: he could i don't know he could do literally anything, and they just they've written them to be oh, he needs to cry and cause tons of damage and then be in a courtroom or in handcuffs
2: i think like, they uh, they
1: have him as the
2: hulk. Like, they have him locked in as DC's Hulk, which I think Superman has way more character depth than the Hulk does. Yeah. Um, he,
1: he, yeah, the Hulk... Yeah, when you look at the two characters that they say don't work well in a solo film, um, the Hulk is the one that, that famously they've said there will be no Hulk solo films. mm But the Hulk has so many limitations on him that he's just motivated by anger and you know unless he's been the Hulk for two years he can't really speak but Superman is an alien who is from a world that got exploded
2: He's the only one left
1: He's the only one left, he's a stranger among all his people half the world loves him, half the world hates him he, he wants to do good, but he doesn't know how. His adoptive family raised him to be a decent person. Like, you can... Do, and if you want to do Evil Superman, do Red Sun or something. Like but
2: you have to show Superman being good for at least one movie before you get to Evil Superman, though. Like,
1: they haven't actually shown him just being Clark Kent. That's, that's another thing. You could do a Clark Kent movie.
2: But the '70s Um, Superman movies did that, like um, exactly. And I think they did that quite well, where he's so bumbling, like he plays three different people. Like he's he's Clark Kent as this bumbling, he falls over everything, and then you have Clark Kent who's slightly more confident when he's alone by himself, and then you have Superman.
1: Yeah, but this one they have Superman is dressed up as Clark Kent right now.
2: Yeah, and he's just the same. Whereas they should be two very separate characters. Um, and he should be he should be an idiot. Or well, not an idiot but like he should be because Superman is always as you said like he's come to this planet and why he becomes that character is he's like I'm going to just try and fit in. And I'll just be a, a fool and nobody will expect that I'm Superman. Even though I'm clearly six foot 3 and look like Henry Cavill.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like have you, there was there's a clip from I think it's it's either Superman or Su- Superman Two, but it's Christopher Reeves as uh, as Clark Kent. But then he like his entire demeanor changes. Oh, it's and he, when like, straightens he he
2: reveals himself to Lois. That's yes, in, that's in the scene where he falls over the rug and he reaches into the fire to get his glasses back, and then he reveals himself. To be Superman, and she's like, "You're Superman," and the minute she says it, like he's he's like slouched and he's he's like feeble, and she says that he just straightens up.
1: He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He gives up the act, and it's 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 amazing. So, and I'm sure Henry Cavill could do that.
2: No, he can't. You can't act. Can't act.
1: Can't act. Of course, sorry.
2: <laughs> but I just Warner Brothers have taken the wrong lessons. Instead of taking Superman as a character, doesn't work. There are lots of people who don't like Superman. But I think they don't like him because he's been portrayed like he has. But we we have said so many times that Captain America works. And people love Captain America. And I think if Captain America works, Superman works just as well.
1: Exactly. And how many fucking Superman comic books are there?
2: And don't make him unbeatable. Like, he should just be really strong and can fly and has laser eyes. Okay.
1: Yeah, if Thor can be a fucking... Interesting character.
2: Yeah, Thor is yeah. Actually, Thor is a god, literally a god.
1: Thor is a god from a world that got destroyed, and half of the people hate him, half of people like him.
2: What? What? That's weird. That level. There's something there.
1: <laughs> something there. And he's sad all the time.
2: He's yeah, he is sad. But to be fair, he is sad because he also lost an eye. So whole. But that's the best scene in. Um, Avengers Is that Infinity War Or Endgame I think it's Infinity War When he says With his like, mother Yeah he's like I lost my No yeah, I lost my mother game. I lost with Wait Rocket right. I lost my mother Oh sorry yeah I lost my friends I lost my family Because that was the first time We'd actually seen him sad It works a lot better If he's pretending That he's not sad Constantly And then you see him Break down once Every movie Or once every three movies
1: Or once for an entire movie
2: Yeah And just like Fuck
1: yeah No, Someone says
2: something they're just like Jesus yeah
1: Yeah, like, but the the Superman-slash-Clark Kent we see in the DC Universe at the minute seems to have been sad forever. (laughs) He's always sad, because it's always
2: grey, and he's always just in a courtroom looking sad.
1: Like, even when he smiles, there's sadness there.
2: Yeah, Um, and so I read that, and I was like, we need to talk about Superman again just as a concept, because Superman, I think, works a lot better by himself. Now, he might work better. Batman and Superman are like... They're a good combo. Um, I'm not as high on Superman Wonder Woman as some people are. I think that's kind of overpowered, just the two of them. Um, there's no real enemy that you could have that could cause any sort of issue at all. But I like that Superman and uh, Batman are like differing sides. Like they're completely opposites in every single way. Yeah. They are literally yig and yag.
1: The, and that's why they call them the Dawn of Justice.
2: That's <laughs> why so they call them the Dawn of Justice. That's exactly right, Sean. Um, but I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays, if you, unless you have any other thoughts on Superman.
1: Uh, I think he's good. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's he's been hard done by.
2: Yeah, he's been not done very well.
1: But I have high hopes for the future.
2: Okay. Um, so I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays, Sean, if you want to take us out.
1: I would like to, what a week Uh, Big thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays, we'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays If you would like to support the show we have a Patreon link Uh, it's patreon.com slash here's for higher podcasts or there's a link to that in the description and big thank you of course goes out to all of our patrons, uh, Alexander Williams Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley and Ryan Evanson Thank you all so so much for supporting us. We hope you enjoy the things we put out on Patreon. For those of you that don't know, we have what we call Pelp, which is the Patreon exclusive Lazarus Pit. Have we actually agreed on Pelp as a name? Oh, we've uh, agreed we've, on it. Oh I've,
2: no, it's it's still not just in developmental stage, or is that just actually? Oh no, agreed? I bought the jackets. Colin, oh, <laughs> you bought the ja- which are unhinged money
1: with my unhinged money, and I have two directors' chairs made up, <laughs> and they both just say Pelp on the back.
2: <laughs> oh no
1: um so that is where we look back at one old movie comic book nerdy geeky kind of related movie uh and we just do we do a talk on it it's like it's like an episode all of its own and they're a lot of fun to do sometimes um,
2: sometimes i even say nice things about movies it's very rare but sometimes
1: it is very rare Mm. um but yeah go check out the patreon if you think you might be interested in that. Mm. Um, you can also follow us on all social medias, draw a link in the description, or you can email us here underscore at outlook.com. But other than that, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. And we'll see you yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah, Bye. um so I've been kind of on I've been Tommy. And see you then, guys.
0: Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.